Hi, welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. In the last episode, I recapped 2020's podcast series, four things I learned in 2020, and what I'm looking forward to in this new year, 2021. If you haven't heard it already, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I'll be expanding on one of the four things I shared in my previous episode, Take Out the Trash. I'll be talking about the quote, trash, and irrelevant people and thoughts we hold on to. The trash that don't really serve any purpose, don't help us, but instead hurt us, and some stories from my past. I want to focus on how this affects our mental health and why it's healthy to take out the trash. On the topic of trash, I spent the other day running around my apartment collecting trash from the main room bathroom and kitchen. And then I found other recycling and boxes that needed to go out too. You know, this happens to me every time, but I find myself surprised with the random things I have stored in my apartment whenever it's time to take out the trash. I would say I'm a very, very tidy person. I'm clean, always make the bed every single morning, no excuses, and I get aggravated and frustrated when my room is a mess. But I would categorize myself as the tidy hoarder type, meaning I just keep everything and organize them in a clean and tidy way. I mentioned this in my Instagram post last week, how stressed I've been since arriving back in New York City. I think the intense stress levels really messed with my mentality because it was also the start of a brand new week of the new year and I had all of these ambitious goals I wanted to accomplish in the week. Reasonable ones, too. I want to touch on the intense week we had with what happened at the Capitol. I know many of us felt discouraged again, half-jokingly mentioned that this was yet an extension of 2020 and the whirlwind and roller coaster of a year that was. But so many emotions swept across our nation and the world as we saw how fragile our democracy is. A democracy that has been in place for centuries. A democracy that allows us the right to vote and ensures a peaceful transfer of power. Those events were saddening to watch, and I'm sure many of us had a lot of thoughts about it too. I mentioned in a blog post on gracefullymade.com sharing five healthy habits I'm incorporating into my lifestyle. One of them was on never stop educating yourself. Last year was a reminder that we should continue educating ourselves and take action instead of just talking about it because it's trending on social media. It was a reminder that we still have so much learning and listening to do. I mentioned I subscribed to multiple news sources for greater learning and understanding at all perspectives. Another one of them was treating the start of every week and every month like the new year. That Monday was the start, and I felt discouraged when I began stressing about other things happening in my life, and I could barely focus. The following week, I was back to it and feeling better about being productive and not letting one bad week affect me. I'd even post a podcast episode that week because I just couldn't concentrate. There was just too much on my mind, and I think whenever I get like that, I need to reset and not try to force it because 
if I force it, it doesn't come out right and it doesn't feel right to me. So I usually start brainstorming my podcast episodes a few days before I record them. I like to go through the episode in my head, organizing my thoughts and jotting down key points I want to cover. I'll do a lot of thinking on my afternoon walks around the Met Museum or at Central Park. For the first podcast of 2021, I thought this was fitting to cover. Now that the holiday season is over, yeah, I'm really sad about that. It's my favorite season here in New York City. But you'll find everyone's Christmas tree thrown to the curb on the streets of New York City. I like the juxtaposition of how everyone adorned their Christmas tree with beautiful lights and decorations. And then when it doesn't serve its purpose anymore, it's thrown out to the curb as trash. It's interesting how something so beautiful, something that everyone marveled over, can instantly be seen as trash the following month. It reminded me a lot of how we view content and even people these days. Have you noticed how society will applaud someone for their charitable actions and kind-heartedness for years and years, but when that person does one thing that is deemed as disrespectful or unprofessional, that person is automatically kicked to the curb. It's like the years of good work instantly dissipates and that person is only known for their shameful act. Or what about news sources that relay reputable information and build trust in the community? And then they make one mistake and their reputation is over. It's wild how we have to remain perfect in our society and how much we put people on pedestals. I think about that a lot. I also think about the amount of content and information we tend to hoard inside ourselves. Kind of viewing our body and mind like a, like a garbage can. Words, thoughts, actions, and images are thrown into our body and we take it in and it piles on and on inside of us. But do we let it keep building and building until it overflows? Or do we do something about it? At what point are we supposed to take out the trash? You know, I was quite a bit of a different child growing up. As much as I loved my Barbie dolls, Bratz dolls, and Polly Pockets, I loved cars. All sorts of cars. Sports cars, convertibles, trucks, vans, SUVs. I loved them all. I had names and genders for all the different types of cars too. I would spend hours and hours pulling out each car out of my container and then lining them up on my carpet. I remember spending minutes aligning each car and scooting them up on the mat in a formation. I was always so focused on the alignment. I clearly remember that. I even had this mat with street and parking outlines. It was a huge mat and I would just lay it out every single time. There were these hospitals, stores, shopping malls, gas stations, and other buildings the car could drive into and park. I'm like visualizing it and, and painting some sort of invisible picture as I'm speaking on the podcast. 
That's how clearly I remember what this mat looked like. I had so much fun one by one, aligning up the cars and grouping them in families. Occasionally, I'd switch from playing with cars to playing with Polly Pockets. Whenever I would play for the day, I would pick a certain storyline and just pick up the storyline and build on it every, every time I played. The storyline never ended because there were always these versions of continuations that I wanted to keep building on. I guess that's where my book writing came about. I loved to write growing up, and I'm sure that will be a different story on a different podcast. But anyway, I was obsessed with creating these fictional storylines and recreating them through my toys. And then I'd go to my Bratz dolls and Barbie dolls. Every doll had its own personality and character. Every doll dressed differently. I was always clear to make that distinction. Probably where my fashion taste started. Over time, I kept receiving and buying more dolls and cars. One year, there were so many cars in my container, I needed three containers. There were so many dolls, I needed a new cabinet to store them in. And as I got older, I lost touch with my dolls and cars and found the boombox fascinating. I started listening to CDs more and craving the new Zune MP3 player, which by the way, was the coolest thing ever. It was before iPods. The first classic iPod, the big one came out and I was like, I need to get the Zune. Anyway, my mom opened my toy closet one year and noticed all the toys crammed into this closet. She insisted I go through them and toss the ones I didn't need or want anymore. Me, being the hoarder that I am, refused. I convinced her that I needed all of them and told her not to toss them because I would one day play with them again. For years, the toys continued to sit there. And every time I opened the closet, I was reminded of how much stuff just piled up in that closet. I mean, it went from toys to leftover clothes to items that I just refused to throw away. And here's the thing. When I go back to my family home in North Carolina, the toys are now in boxes stashed away somewhere in the garage. I still never toss them. And in my mind, I've always had the same answer that one day I'll look back at them or one day I'll give them away or something, but never to get rid of them. That's the thing is like, I was so obsessed with just having certain things that added value to my life that I just didn't know how to get rid of them. I just like to have everything in my possession, whether it is meaningful in the season that I'm in or not. And fast forward to now, I look around me in the apartment I'm sitting in with so much stuff. I have boxes that I don't get rid of because one day it might come in handy or jewelry that I never wear that I might one day reach for and wear or random trinkets and other tidbits still sitting in my closet in my apartment that I never use. I'm even looking at my closet door that's slightly cracked right now and just seeing a jacket that I haven't touched in years. 
and below it, a pair of shoes that I honestly don't even remember if I've worn them before. It's safe to say that I am a hoarder of stuff and feel hesitant to get rid of the things that once had value to my life. I feel like I'm sitting around one of those like um, alcoholic anonymous AA groups and introducing myself like, hi, my name is Grace and I am a hoarder. Okay, anyway, back to, I think we're all similar in that aspect. We hold on to the things that had purpose at one point in our lives, whether that's a relationship that signified our first love or a person who showed us something we've never experienced or a materialistic item that was bought for a specific reason or given from a special person. We are collectors. Maybe that relationship was the first you've ever experienced, and it holds a significant moment in the time and season it happened. But that was chapter one, and now you're on chapter three. Will that memory still remain? Of course. Absolutely. But are we holding on to the memory or that person? That person may not be healthy for you in the season you're in now. Maybe that person is still back in chapter one, where you remember why the relationship ended when it did and why that decision was the healthiest decision for you. But you have to ask yourself, will holding on to that person bring back the relationship? Maybe, but knowing they aren't healthy for you, why would you hold on to it? That person is getting moldy and dirty inside of you and it's not serving you any purpose or good. It's time to take the trash out. What about all the clothes you've worn since college, high school even? This one is for me, mind you. Why are you collecting stuff that will only pack your closet and make it harder to find the new clothes you're putting into your closet? Why make your life more difficult by holding onto stuff when you know new ones are entering your life constantly? I think that's my hardest part of hoarding. I always feel like I'm going to need it again at one point. It's almost like a, I have to make sure mentality. I'm so used to and comforted by the amount of stuff that I own that it's hard to move on with life without it. The extra stuff that suffocates me and clogs up my life is also a part of it. What's life without the extra baggage in our lives? I surely wouldn't know. But if you do, please fill me in. I mentioned in my previous bonus episode, recapping the year and four things I learned in 2020, how much I actually took my own advice and took the trash out. It's like you don't know what's in your trash can until you open it and take a peek inside. When everything piles up, it's hard to see what's at the bottom. I didn't realize how much trash I was holding onto in 2020 until it really showed its true colors. A lot of it really hurt me mentally and emotionally. I just couldn't let go, just like the clothes and shoes that are crammed into my closet. I mean, I might wear those heels one day, but seriously, Grace, will you? That person who was once a healthy figure in your life isn't anymore, and yet, you still hold on to the hope that they might change? Maybe they will, but it's not your problem to fix. 
I had a hard time distinguishing caring for someone and knowing my limits for my own mental health. Letting go of someone was one of the hardest things for me. But each time I moved a step closer towards taking out the trash, I would remind myself of how unhealthy it was for me. I would find myself getting stress hives, getting flustered and angry, and it was affecting my work schedule. It was not healthy at all. I had to stop focusing so much on how much purpose this person had in my life and how to focus on the now. A lot of the times, taking out the trash is more of a present thing. It's not about the things that helped us, but more of how it's helping us now. If we're constantly evolving and growing, so should the people and things around us. If you're struggling with taking out the trash with things and people, I know that reminders and people who support you and remind you of reality is crucial. And I'm not saying that this person in particular or a person or whatever you may think or call it, I'm not saying that that person is trash. I'm saying the way they are portrayed in your life comes across as trash that you do not need. It is extra baggage, extra additional things that you do not need. That is what I'm viewing as trash. We're in 2021 now, and if we're still not taking care of ourselves mentally, then it's time we start evaluating our lives and lifestyle. As someone who is bold and direct, I find myself hesitant at times to speak what's bothering me and what's on my mind. I still struggle with that. It's not easy speaking on something that could offend or hurt someone, and I find myself holding it in where it affects me instead. I ask myself a lot, how do I find that balance? How do I communicate something that could be seen as criticizing or offending and hurt someone by doing so while still caring about my mental health. I hope that many of us are reconsidering the things and people that and who are trash, but haven't quite took out the trash yet. The first steps are sometimes the smallest ones. Making moves doesn't always have to be an announcement broadcasted on every social media platform out there. You don't have to go live on Instagram or TikTok. The first step is reaching for the strings on the trash bag, closing it up, and finally taking it out to the curb. Maybe we'll take note of how similar our situations are, like the Christmas trees we see out on the curb the first few weeks of January. Something we found valuable and beautiful in our lives served its purpose during the holiday season but now it's January, and it's time to let that season go. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode with a special guest who has become an important person in my life. I'm excited to finally have her share her experiences, advice, and introduce her to my audience. She has such a unique and powerful story of being boxed in, not letting age define her, and not letting fear hold her back. She turns 60 years old this year, and she's killing it.
She'll speak on how her life experiences has shaped her physically, mentally, and emotionally. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.